Hey, Purpose Claremont, uh, just wanted to share a couple things that stood out from, I think it was yesterday's reading, but um, wanted to share it today. Didn't get a chance to record it yesterday. Let me pray and we'll jump in. God, we give you thanks once again. Thank you so much for your word. Thank you that you gave it to us and now give us insight to hear what you want. Um, convict us where we need to be convicted. Remind us of things. Encourage us, whatever is necessary, as we walk with you, as we walk humbly with you. Uh, longing to learn from you, um, we trust you, and we um, we're just so humbled that you love us like you do. So teach us, we pray this in your name, Amen. Here's what stood out. So I think it was I think it was yesterday, Psalm Psalm 83, and uh, Asaph, he's the one who wrote this one. He starts off by saying, "O God, do not keep silence, do not hold your peace, or be still, O God." And then he says this: "For behold, your enemies make an uproar." Those who hate you have raised their heads. And then he keeps going uh, through the psalm and just talks about how the enemies, God's enemies are kind of going up against him, but also going against God's people. Um, So it's really kind of a cry out to God, why are you not working? Or will you please say something or step in or make it so we notice you? Um, And then you get to this verse, um, verse 13. Oh my God, make them like whirling dust, like chaff before the wind. And you can sit there and go, oh, I could pray that against some people. It's like, make them more like worldly. It's almost like anytime there's a passage where we could pray against somebody else, especially if they tick us off, and we want God to go get them, we pr- we'll pray something like this, and we go, yeah, I like that verse. Now, But watch what he does. As fire consumes the forest, as the flame sets the mountains ablaze, so may, now watch, so may you pursue them with your tempest and terrify them with your hurricane, Fill their faces with shame. And we sit there and go, oh, I love this part. And then you see the reason in verse 16. Fill fill their faces with shame that they may seek your name, O Lord. Notice the heartbeat behind Asaph's prayer. He's not saying God just smack them around and destroy them and hurt them just because. But he actually says there's a reason behind why I'm asking you to do this, God. I want you to bring them to a point where they're kind of out of control, make them like whirling dust, like chaff before the wind, as fire consumes the forest, as the flame sets the mountains ablaze. So may you pursue them with your tempest and terrify them. Like, God, I want you to terrify them uh, with your hurricane, like this unbelievable, just overwhelming, powerful presence of God. And he says, fill their faces with shame. And the whole reason is that they may seek your name, O Lord. And so they go, but this was his enemies. Like the, he's talking about his enemies. And yet he's asking that God would fill their faces with shame for the purpose that they would seek out the Lord. And he said, they go, well, that's not fair. That's not fair. I know it's so easy for us to jump to that conclusion. But friends, when you take that verse, and this is what hit me. The first verse that came to my mind as I read Psalm 83, and that, especially that verse in verse, uh, or that point in verse 16, was Romans chapter 5. And you sit there and go, okay, so, so, Okay, I'm not as bad as, and we'll think of whoever it is that's really bad. But when you get to chapter 5 of Romans, you get to verse 6. He says, for while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. And you said, go, yeah, those ungodly. And you have to remember, friends, we are the ungodly. We are the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God... They show in a contrast, but God shows his love for us in in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. Watch this. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, 
Much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. While we were enemies, all of us were enemies. How do I know? Because we were all conceived into sin. We are sinners before God. We're enemies of God. Here's the point. When you get to this verse in chapter, and I'm sorry, when you get to this passage in, um, in Psalm 83, and it talks about, God, you need to wake up because your enemies are doing this. They're doing all these things, and we need you to step in. Why are you so quiet? Why are you, why are you keeping silence? This moment, your enemies make an upward, and then he just goes through all this stuff. Your enemies, and the ultimate desire was that your enemies would, would be shamed in order that they may seek the face of God or seek your name. And it's very easy to go, yeah, get them until we remember, just like Asaph's praying for enemies in Psalm 83, we were enemies before God and we are, uh, like we experienced God answering this request when Asaph didn't even have us in mind. But at some point, God, God brought us to the point where we realized, man, I... I need I need God and I, and we seek after him but it's about him that he brings to that point where we actually know that we need a, we need a savior that we need to submit to to him as the lord of our lives because while we were enemies according to um, Romans chapter 5:10 if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God so before we jump on this train of deciding who's an enemy and who isn't or who deserves the grace of God and who should get to go to heaven and who should get to have a relationship with Jesus we need to remember that all of us, every single one of us, we were enemies. And while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God. That means God did everything while we hated him, while we stood against him, while we stood in rebellion against him, because he wanted us and he wants us. For, what, for if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. So friends, may our prayer for those who don't know Jesus, or for our prayer for, quote unquote, our enemies, or for the enemies of God, may our prayer be, God, bring them to a point, uh, shame, quote unquote, shame their faces. Why? That they may seek your name, O Lord, that they might know God. That's the whole point behind why we pray um, the way that we pray. And it's you look in Scripture, it's like, God, please do this. Please do this. Protect us from our enemies. But the ultimate thing is that we want them to seek after God. Okay? Love you guys. We'll see you. Bye.